Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. This episode was recorded prior to the SAG after strike. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. episode today is literally Ugh. most people's when i look up scandal this one is if it's not everyone's number one favorite it's a close second to the trail it's one or the other this is my personal favorite episode that mm. scandal ever made same it is so special it is so beautiful it should have mm-hmm. been nominated and won every single award that television can provide. Guillermo Diaz is working. It is so stupid. It's so stupid <laughs> what you did in this fucking show, you dumb Listen, fuck. everyone, though, everyone. Oh, ever, all the gladiators talking to Huck while he's going through his, you know, oh, his, his, the, you know, reciting those numbers that are so significant. Like, you guys' work was so... So beautiful. It was such it's such a episode will stand the test of time because my God, it is like one of the best episodes of television. And we had to bring on a guest today that I have not seen in a very long time. Have you seen her in a very long time? No, I since she directed us the last episode she directed us. We I mean she she did a few after this episode. And that's the last time I saw her. And we had to bring her on as a special, special guest because this episode she was one of the biggest integral parts to making the episode yes. as special as it could have been. This episode yes. was such a collaboration between yeah. Guillermo and Hawk and the writer and this fucking amazing director. <laughs> director who is fun as fuck also. Like she's fun such a down girl. Like fuck. Oh, just happy, like just brought joy to the set every single day, even with this, you know. The subject matter in this episode, which is, is super downer, but she was just a light, man. And she she guided us through this heavy shit, man, especially me. I was like, I was a mess shooting this episode. I oh, mean, a uh, literal mess. I can't even yeah. imagine the depths of despair and the places in your brain and heart that you had to go to to shoot this episode. Yeah. Today's guest is the one and only Allison, Allison Liddy. Liddy. Brown. Brown. She directed the episode <laughs> titled 752, which is episode 219. Yes. And I we are forever in her debt because she, oh. again, like she just led us and we had no time. We got this script at like in the later part of the afternoon, I sort of vaguely remember. And we were yeah. literally on set at six o'clock in the morning already making oh, starting this to shoot. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what her prep time was. I can't wait to ask her. Guillermo, like you didn't know leading into 752 that this was coming down the pike for you. Did you know? Not at all. There was like rumblings, like writers would be like, oh, there's something really good coming up for you. There's there's a really good script coming up. So that's that was the extent of what I knew about this episode. And I do remember we had that table read. Remember? Yeah. And it was such an emotional table read. Yes, it was in a courtroom. It was. So sometimes, listeners, normally we would always do the scandal table reads in a big, 
like conference room on the stages um, on Sunset Gower, which is the lot we shot on for all seven seasons. But once in a while, we would be shooting an episode that like on table read day, we wouldn't be at the stages. And this was one of those where we were actually shooting in a courtroom for whatever happened in episode 218 that I can't remember anymore. Yeah, I can't remember either. And so they set up the table read where we were in this sort of like ominous, huge courtroom that you could was it also on a sound stage somewhere? I believe so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think it was too. Yeah, and they set up a big table. Yeah, that room was just yeah. like completely. It was almost like sacred or something. Yeah, like it felt like we all went to church or some shit. Yes, yes. Like it felt spiritual. The room felt changed. We all felt changed at the table read of this episode. I think we all knew we could, you could feel how special the episode was and how different from all the others. It was palpable. Yeah, I remember having a hard time having a hard time getting through reading the lines because I was getting emotional as I was reading it and I had never read it before, you know what I mean? Oh. It was well, And then as an actor you're like I got to fucking learn like monologue after monologue. <laughs> You know, go, and like really and go, go there. there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I was thinking we should not have Allison Liddy Brown unless you want to read the synopsis and scandal pace. Maybe she should give us a directing note. <laughs> right. Ooh, I like that, Katie. Um, but I haven't seen her in a hundred years. Like I, have, oh. I don't know what the last episode she directed of Scandal was, but she I directed a bunch. She was a real fan favorite amongst the crew, amongst the cast, amongst the writers. She just got it. She's got a fucking cool vibe. The crew loves her. She's great at giving direction to actors. And she's just like a one of a kind. I think she directs it at Grey's Anatomy still. I have no idea. We'll have to ask her when she comes on because it's been forever. I think she might have done Station 19 also. Oh, maybe she did Station 19. Oh, she's a gem, man. She's a gem. Like you said, she's one of those directors that they just kept asking back. Yeah. Because everyone loved her so much. My question is, when you watch this episode back, are you proud of your work? Oh, my God. So, so proud. And I texted Katie last night or I I video messaged her saying, hey, and I was sobbing. Mike was in the living room and he he was like, really? And he left the room like he was so mad because he was crying. He was like, really? I can't do this right now. Like it's eight in the morning. I was and like, Mikey sorry. was hysterical crying. This yes, morning watching we the both episode. were. Yeah, yeah it's, we both it's, were. It's the most painful fucking episode for those of you listening. Like when Huck goes into the hole and they are forcing you over and over again. Do Mm. you have a wife and family? And you're like, no, yes, yes, yes. Until they beat it out of him. And he's been in the hole for a million months until Mm. he finally says no. Yeah, It is, it is the worst. It is the fucking worst. And the wig progression. Brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. Really, the wig and beard progression Wait, is Wait, did you have to like stellar. go down into a real hole? What did they make? What was that constructed out of? Did it they dig that done... in the ground? What the fuck was that? What is the lot in Burbank, like near where Ellen shoots? There was like sound stages there and we shot there. Um, yeah, Weird. and it was like a- There's like a, a hole there. There's a hole. <laughs> yeah, they, there's a hole there, y'all. I've ne- I never did anything surrounding or in the hole, so I have yeah. no clue what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> That's never not what I heard. <laughs> that ain't what I heard, Katie. Um, <laughs> I've never been around it. It was like two a two-level thing, so they could shoot from above, obviously, when you see me down in the hole. And then there were no walls around the hole. I was just in this- you know, in 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 this space that they created to look like a you know like a tight hole. <laughs> were you scared in there? No, no, because there were no walls, so I didn't feel claustrophobic oh, you don't or feel anything. Stuck. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> fun fact: there's there's some fun like blooper stuff on on the DVDs of me in the hole. And uh, what are you doing down there? Just like up. dancing around. Yeah, no, I think when they're asking me about my family, I start saying some stupid shit, like maybe, I don't know, like some, <laughs> something like that. It's just goofy. I start to get goofy and they put That's it in the- so in the funny, Guillermo. Yeah, in the bloopers. Yeah, Where's yeah, yeah. your wife and family? Do you have one? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was stupid. It's so stupid. This fucking episode, I can't, the acting on everyone's, oh. everyone gets their moment. 
Pe- Yo, he even fits in Olivia. Like their <sighs> their shit in this episode is freaking. Because she's still in the hospital bed, right? Yeah. And like yeah. she doesn't trust him. She doesn't know what's going on. Yes. She's like, uh. Yeah, I um, don't believe you. I don't believe you. I mean, unbelievable. We should look up. Wait, I'm going to IMDb real quick so that the listeners know the genius with which we are about to be blessed is uh, what Allison Liddy Brown else has done. Or did you already look this up? Oh, she's done a bunch of stuff. Yeah. She let's, has? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me. Oh, my God. Also, she's fucking gorgeous. What just came up. Uh, Wait, okay, so she made her directorial debut on the first season of the Nickelodeon series, The Secret World of Alex Mack. That's it, that's it. Which I love. was huge. She then went on to direct episodes for a number of notable television series, namely The Mystery Files of Shelby Wu, Xena, Warrior Princess, Beverly Hills 90210. Gotta ask her about that. Star Trek Voyager, Evan Stevens, CSI Crime Scene Investigation, CSI, every CSI Under the Sun, Chuck (laughs) Gray's Anatomy. Oh, she directed a bunch of Friday Night Lights, which is the most beautifully directed shows ever. Gossip Girl. In 2010, she won the Directors Guild of America's Award for Outstanding Directorial Achievement in Children's Programming for Directing the oh, original wow. movie Princess Protection Program starring Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato, oh, who is my neighbor, dip. and I want to ask her about working with what? both of them. Anyway, she's here, and we don't want to waste her time, but drum roll, please, all the listeners, yeah. for the one, the, the only, only, Allison, Allison Lady Brown. Brown. Yes! Allison, what is happening right now? You look exactly the same as you did 10 years ago, whatever. What is happening? I don't know. Allison, Liddy Brown, we're just looking at your wiki, wiki, wiki page. And how, look at this. Look at this. This is you. This is, look at how gorgeous. You have not aged a day. I'm showing a picture of her her winning a very fancy, sexy award. Thank you. Oh, oh, wait. I feel like this is you directing. Oh, no. This is you directing Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Look at that fucking coat. Allison Liddy Brown always has fashion, cool glasses, a cool director style. There's always like a military jacket. Look at me. Look at me. Look at that coat. Yeah, yeah, but you were always comfortable, like looking good and fly, but comfortable. Because yes. you got to be comfortable, right? Yeah. Well, she's not an idiot. But she's comfortable. Like, yes. Like I yeah. could get on the floor with oh, you guys. Allison. I had to make sure I could get on the ground. Yes. Be with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, my right? God. I miss you. We miss We like, miss you, Allison. I miss you, too. Allison, Liddy Brown, thank you for being uh, here. Well, thank you for asking me to be here. This is my pleasure, you guys. I mean, some shows I've worked on, you know, I look back on them and I think, oh, but this show, nothing but good vibes. I mean, from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how does it feel to direct? You directed one of the most like loved episodes of Scandal. When we do a like, deep dive, like, Shonda okay, Rhimes, like I said, it's her favorite yeah, episode, seven fifty two, which is the episode we're talking about today. Yes. When I go deep and I like look on the internet of everyone's favorite Scandal episodes of all time. It's either, and it's split perfectly, 752 or The Trail. And I, like, 752 is my personal favorite scandal episode of all time. It's Guillermo's favorite. It's Vince, our producer's favorite. It's one of Shonda Rhimes' favorite. And you directed the shit out of it. Yeah. Well, that's very nice of you guys, but you guys acted the <laughs> shit out of it. And and the writer was amazing. Uh, I mean, that he, you know, I, I called the uh, fantastic editor, Matt Ramsey, because he edited it. And I called him yesterday and I was like, dude, I just rewatched this. It's fucking great. Oh, wow. It's really I didn't even watch great. it from an editing standpoint. I haven't right? even thought about that. Oh, I did. It's, yeah. The transitions, Amazing. The, the transitions, transitions in this episode. Oof. Allison, how how like involved were you with the editing? Are you there with him, or does he do a pass and then you sort of give notes, or how does it work? Sure, and a lot of people probably don't know this, but you know, episodic directors, we are mostly journey people. We come in. I do you know nine different shows a year. That's how, how I used to do it. And um, some people think, oh, you're the only director. You direct Scandal. I'm like, no, no, no. I've directed a few Scandals. <laughs> I don't want them to think, you know, they put that on. I, Wait, that's not her name. 
So people don't know that. And they should understand that the creative process with a director is I have to, it's like I'm a little circus. I go from one to another to another. And sometimes the vibe is so perfect. It really is. And with, with you guys, it really was just, I mean, from the beginning, like, do your people know that Carrie Washington and I was lucky enough to do episode three of season one, Hell Hath No Fury, I think is what it was called. She started every episode, all of us together in that OPA. Yeah, we haven't yeah, talked OPA. about this yet. I'm yes. so glad you're bringing this up. I know. Up. Yeah, you're the first and one. And how would she do it? Let's all do it right now if you're nearest a oh, table. Yeah. Ready? And go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's how we would start. So the blood was flowing. The creativity was flowing. The trust was flowing. And that's why that show's amazing oh it's because of that yeah. i totally because yeah. of that. forgot yeah. you guys i for forgot listeners, too carrie washington started this tradition i want to say i don't i might have been episode three it might have been the first episode you ever directed but every single episode she would gather the entire crew and cast on day one scream the episode number and tell everyone to bang on any fucking yeah. hard surface that you could find and yelp yeah. and scream and gather like the to team work everybody we up. Yeah. were. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody, everybody gravitated toward it. And I think that's what made, because as I'm watching it, and, and I said to, to Matt Ramsey, I'm like, dude, this happened 10 years ago. What do you remember? To go back to your question, Guillermo, I get four days. The editor gets four days. So the editor puts together what we call either an assemble or a cut, depending on how you see it. And then I put together a DC, a director's cut, and I get four days in which to do that, unless there's some kind of problem with uh, air dates, and then they can peel it back. But this is for the union. This is what the union has given us. So I did get to sit with Matt Ramsey, who is a blast in the editing room. Also, he loves my shit. So that's why I also respond to him. Yeah. Because he's always like, he dude, lo- I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, I know. I know right? So it makes me happy. Oh, this so script, great. did you have any idea? I know that, like, first of all, being like the episodic director that you are, which honestly, now I, I didn't know before Scandal because I didn't work very much, how the ask that is being made of you is practically impossible like i'm just yes. like being a director that thank you for saying no, it's, that it's impossible to to be a true episodic director and I jump in from show to show and rally all these egos and personalities and different job titles for better or for worse right. and keep them on task and make an artistic wonderful project and make the hours and make the days and make this the turnarounds is so insane and stressful to have answers for every department's questions like that was my biggest thing like i I just directed something and it it just everyone comes to you right for with questions and you have to you have to be confident and have answers and that's like oh my god you're the guest yeah you have to have answers to all these departments who they are there all the time. Yeah. All and the time. actually might know better than you in some regard because you Correct. are the, the, the guest. But you also have to walk this fine line of like, but I'm the director and I make the final say. But also I'm in collaboration with you because this is your permanent home and not my permanent home. It's weird. It's no joke. It's no joke. And it is. It's kind of one of the weirdest jobs I've ever heard of. But I actually picked this job because I could wear these. Yes. Sneakers. She's sneakers, showing us yo. sneakers. Sneakers. I had to sit back and think to myself, what job can I wear whatever I want? Because really clothes are important to me. And um, feel good. Yeah. Like, how do I feel yeah. good in my body yeah. and in my clothing? Yeah. And in, and in, you know, Carrie Washington said to me, I can't imagine you do doing any other job. Yeah, than no. this. Like you're <laughs> no just way. like you just. And I remember thinking, you're right. I would if you asked me what other job could you do. I I don't know what it would be because I love it. Yeah. And I love it because I love actors. Yeah. That's yeah. The we can thing. feel it. That's the we thing. really really fear it. Feel it. Well, I'm glad, Allison. You. You were you guided us so beautifully. Wait, wait, before we dive into scandal, because I'm a fan and Guillermo does this all the time. What was it like directing Friday Night Lights? Because that's one of my all time favorite shows. Yes. And I think the pilot to Friday Night Lights, honestly, 
top five yeah. pilots of net of television, yeah. Grey's Anatomy, Friday Night Lights. Those fucking pilots. I'm in preschool with Scott Porter. I see him every day. Oh my god, every day. he has such a strong chest. Every day. Touch his chest. Strongest chest. We can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore. Strongest Strongest chest ever. Strongest chest ever. Um, So wait, (laughs) tell me about directing Friday Night Lights real quick. Okay, real quick. We used three cameras all the time. It was 16 millimeter film. It was so beautiful. The DP, his name is David Boyd. He's a genius. He would put park hands outside of a real location. We did not use sets. There were no sets. We, oh, we wow. rent no blocking. No. Well, here's what we would do. I would walk into, uh, you know, Tammy Taylor's house and I'd say, okay, guys, what do you need? And he would say, I want to be making bacon and I need this. And Julie would come in and go, I need my backpack and my books. I'd be, All right. You're going to come from there. Yes. You're going to come in from there. Yes. You're going to come from there. Yes. There is a point where I'm going to take you guys outside. Okay, great. You're going to grab those things and we're going to go outside to the car. Very good. And then you're going to get in the car and that's where we're going to end it. So that we would do wow. what, what I would call like a um, just a little skeleton block. Yeah. And then the actors would just go and then we put three cameras and then I'd scream things like crunch, you know, crash in, get go to the mediums, go to the mediums. Then we go crash in and get to the to the tight shots. Then we'd flip the line. We do the same thing and we would be out in 45 minutes. No way. And let me tell you something. Minutes. Uh, like, G, have you ever watched Friday Night Lights? No, I've only it, seen the movie. Oh I my need God. to start it watching is, the show. Oh, yeah. it's so beautiful. I did seven episodes. Yeah. God what? damn. I'm going to start watching it. Wow, Allison. Wait, how many That's, did you do, Allison? No, they, they, Ten? Seven? Seven, seven. The number seven keeps coming up. And then 752. Keeps coming up, which is lucky. And 752. 752. And five plus two is seven. What the fuck, you guys? Get them lottery tickets <laughs> today, baby. And fucking put it all on seven. Seven. <laughs> we will be back with more after the break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad, is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor, and meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Everybody, we're going to do this real quick at Scandal Pace. We're talking about episode 219, titled 752, which aired on April 25th in 2013. And it was written by Mark Fish and directed by the Allison Leedy Brown, y'all. It was guest starring Scott Foley as Jake Ballard, George Newbern as Charlie, Jessica, Nicole as Kim, Joe Morton as Mysterious Man. Stoney Westmoreland as Hal Rimbaugh, David Munier as Crosby, and Jordan Carreras as Javi. And the synopsis, if you don't know, do yourself a favor and watch this episode multiple times because it 
it will stand the test of time, in my opinion. Okay, Hawk's breakdown after being held in a trunk sparks the OPA's team attempts at pulling him back from the brink by sharing their very personal experiences working for Olivia. As we dive into Huck's past, we learn all of the terrible things he's done for B613, from the start of his recruitment all the way until he was held in the hole until he renounced his family. Meanwhile, in the present, Fitz and Olivia finally air their grievances about defiance before giving into love, albeit for a brief moment. Jake Ballard wants off of the case with Olivia, but the mystery man has other plans. And finally, as Olivia returns from the hospital, she's able to snap Huck out of his trance as we learn what 752 actually means. Oh. Yay. You Any approve, notes? Allison? Any notes? <laughs> Maybe just less sincere. You're just playing like, a little too sincere. <laughs> fake, you know, let's take that out. Fake guys. it up. Let's fake it up out. a little bit. Fake yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah. Allison, when you were watching <laughs> back this episode, do you have any favorite memories of shooting any certain scenes that you were like, oh my God, that that was a huge scene for me or scenes that were really hard or scenes that something like that? Well, I think everything on the platform was amazing to me. Everything on the subway platform. Oh. So the teaser, oh. uh, just incredible, all of it. And I remember being like, I think it was late at night. It was definitely late at night. And I was wondering, did we do it two nights or one night? I feel like we because did. I didn't. I feel like we did two nights, but I, I don't feel like quite we did remember. Two nights too, like at six-hour chunks yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I remember that being incredible mm-hmm. to me between Guillermo and I, oh. and just our discussions and working toward his pain, which was so beautifully evident and so well crafted i mean come on they just did so great and and just all of that between jessica and then the little boy javi and all of that that night was very special to me i remember at one point i don't know if you remember but you sat with me on the couch outside of huck's room and it might have been when we were doing the ending scenes where uh where carrie ends up coming in and snapping huck out of you know, his trance that he's in, but you sat with me and held my hand and rubbed my hand for like 20 minutes and just talking to me and taking care. And I was like, it, it was so special. And I'll never, ever forget that. I don't know if you, do you remember that? It's, it's be, yeah. Oh, and, and I don't, I don't know if I could have d- done what I did in this episode without you. It's the truth. Well, I, I believe you could, but anyway, I'm glad I was there mm-hmm. to be a conduit because that's that's all I am. I'm there to just to guide and to try to get to the truth. By the way, the other craziness that was asked, I think, of directors on Scandal was that you weren't given a script until yes, like on other shows, you might be giving a script far in advance so that you could really prep your shot list or make decisions on what a still shot would be or who's having the focus or whatever. Did you have any of that for 752? Well, here's what's great. Because of Friday Night Lights, that trained me to be unafraid of anything that wasn't planned. Uh, It trained me to be fearless and to rely on actors, me, script. Your instincts on set, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, and I think I can say this, and if I can't, you guys will cut it it out, but they hadn't shot Olivia's office yet. Oh shit! So I'm in there, and I'm like looking at you. I'm looking at your. I'm looking at what's going to be your yeah, office. Quinn's I'm looking at what's and, your yeah, office. Right. So I'm just like making notes and what looks cool and what I could use. And I hear something in Olivia's office, and so I'm in the back, mm-hmm. and I look like this. It's Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> she's all alone, and she's moving in Olivia's office, like scanning the room. Get out of here! And I'm in the back over there. <sighs> And I'm like, hiding. Should I say hi? Am I a creeper? (laughs) Should I say hi? But she was in the thick of it. You could see her mind working, sitting at the desk. And she looked behind her and they had put some pictures, I think, like frames Uh of like Olivia's personal life. She went, and I could see on her face, like, didn't like that. She didn't want (laughs) those. But I don't, I don't remember if she took them down or if she made a note 
or somebody came in. I really don't know how it wow. happened, but I, I do know that all those things got. Taken did you ever away, say right? hi? Did but you ever say, Hey, sitting. I'm here, Shonda, or did you just stay quiet? I think, I think <laughs> I was quiet. And then something did shift or something. I was like, Hey, hey, like in the background, yeah, like, yeah. Hey, I, I never say, Hello, how are you today? Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's so I not was you. so far away. Yeah. But that I'll never forget. That. Wow, that was I can't believe uh, that memory. Like m- being the first person to direct in Olivia Pope's office, right? and like Shonda was probably sitting in there thinking about like how does she talk in here? What are the scenes that happen yeah. in here? Yes. What does she want in here? Like the way she how moved. does her brain work in here? Like oh my god, hundred percent. And it was just that's why I didn't want to interrupt it with a dumb hello. Right, yeah. right, right. I just want I I could see it's sort of like when I get to a set early and I really like doing that. Because I'm alone and I can move mm-hmm. around. Does this feel right? Does this feel right? Because I'm going to make suggestions yeah. to you guys, but you can say, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's right. Let me try what you said, Allison." Right. Or, you know, that's how I like to do it. Yeah. I give you a sort of an idea, but then if it doesn't feel right, it's like a bad pair of shoes. Right. I'm not going to ask you to wear Force them. You to wear You're going to do what feels yeah right. You're going to do what feels true. Right. Yeah. That's what we're all going for. What feels true. So. I like getting there early, but the problem is people think they're there to, for you to ask, answer questions. Yeah. I'm sitting down and people are like, Hey, Allison. Nonstop. But people don't give me the thing that Shonda got from me, right. which I understand. Yeah, just like, let me be in the Creative zone. person. Yeah. Let her be in the freaking yeah. zone. And I've had to, now that I'm older, I've had to say, excuse me. Nice. When you see me here early, I'm working right now. So I know you want me to answer which pillow, and I'm not going to do that right now. So you go over there, yes. away from me, and let me sit at this desk. Yes. Oh, my Thank God. You. Like, you have to teach these do, guys. Do you ever say, I directed 752. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave, yeah, me alone. leave me alone. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. We, I, I'm an out gay director, and so is Guillermo. Yeah. And so is Jessica Nicole. Allison, guys, I was going to talk about this. So yes. Huge. I forgot about Jessica too. I have uh, chills jingles. all over. Yeah. I have chills. Yeah. And when you and I, we were there and we were working and there's this, and we're in Hollywood. Yeah. And there's tons of people around and I'm telling them all what to do. And he's over there doing all the feeling and she's over there. Yeah. And we're all great. Ugh. And I thought, that's Shondaland. Yes. Right there. Yes. All these little misfits coming together. Ugh creating art yeah. in a subway hole yeah. in the middle of, you know, freaking wherever, North Hollywood or wherever we were. Yeah. And I hugged them both. We Remember, I was hugging yes. you. And then I hugged her. And we were just, I don't know if we took pictures. I wish we We did. I have did. a bunch, Allison. Know. I'll send them to you. I have a ton of pictures of us in the subway. Yeah. Oh, God. I just, I remember that was being very powerful. There was there was an unspoken like bond there between especially with yeah. you and I and then of course whenever we were we worked with Jessica. Yeah. But just knowing that we were, you know, these queer artists doing this amazing work, it just felt so special and so so rare, oh, right? Yeah. I was like, "Oh man, this is what like a dream this is come beautiful. true." Yes, Can you imagine yes. whispering to little 10-year-old Guillermo, "Listen. Yeah. going to be fine." going to be an artist going to be on TV and, oh. and like and they're going to give oh. you all and it's not like some indie indie thing you know what I mean it's yeah. like this no, is like, no, like no no like you said yeah. there's Very a legit. lot of people listening yeah. to you and supporting you and spending a shitload of money on this like I think our budget was like two million an episode or something I mean it was oh, crazy shit, really? like crazy. and everybody was watching it I mean by the time mm-hmm. 752 aired this is episode 219 so all first season scandal was not on people's radar but by episode 219 this show was on people's radar so the stuff you three made and created in this episode was <sighs> huge and made it into the everybody's living room isn't that something we made so it into everybody's amazing. living room yes that's crazy <laughs> And amazing and should be. And it's just like, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. Wow. Guillermo, what stood out? Do you, when you watch the episode back, same question, like, do you have specific memories that you can't let go? Like that are just right there. Well, let's just get it out now. Like one of the most traumatizing things about shooting this episode is having to shave my beard. To shave my scruff. I had to be clean shaven for the majority of this episode. (laughs) 
And that is you always never work like, you never traumatizing. Like that anymore. <laughs> no, because you know that covers you know your double chin or whatever flaws as a guy oh. that you have. Oh yeah, forget it. If I could have a full fucking beard, I would. If Ugh. I could be the beer, bearded lady to take away this full moon of a face, <laughs> I would do it in one second. Like one second. Ridiculous. But but you know what I love so much about it though is your acting in this episode when you are shaved and you are so happy like we never we've never seen Huck like that before and it's so yeah. rare in the whole 7 mm-hmm. years that we see you like like bounding down the stairs and like making out with Jessica and like meeting yeah. your son and like you're just so oh. happy and full and yeah. positive and like did you work on that? Did you know you wanted to be so juxtaposite? Like, how did you no, know? No, we had no yeah. time. Allison, you know, we had no, I had no time to even think about it, which I cherish. That's probably why it was so great. Exactly. I love that. Because then I get it. You sometimes as a crazy artist that we are, you get in your head and you overthink shit and you're like, and then it just, yeah, but we had no time. I remember feeling super anxious when I read the episode at the table read and being like, Oh my God, we have a lot of work to do. But then we were thrust into it and we just started to work and it just felt right. And all of that sort of fell away. And having you there, you know, guiding me and, and being so protective and, and loving and, and good. And you knew you, what I love about like directors that I love is directors that know exactly what they want. And you always knew exactly what you wanted. Of course you were open to, you know, suggestions or if somebody didn't feel that was right or whatever, but it just, I, I felt, again, we keep saying it, but I f- just felt super, super safe with you. And it was just. Oh, God. Yeah. Now we're all That's the torture it, scenes doing Ugh. all that, which Allison brought out. But it's like, you can't believe how many fucking people you tortured and murdered and like. <laughs> yeah. So many. And then wrapped their live faces. You know, they weren't really dead, guys. Right. <laughs> In plastic. Oh, yes. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Covering them up. And then like. Hurry up and cut. Yeah. Like, the person is covered yeah. breathing in yeah. plastic. Yes. Cut. cut. Exactly. Oh, my God. But how hilarious that all these actors that they cast, that you, I'm sure you chose them, right? I'm sure they came to you yeah. with pictures. And then all of a sudden, they're like, take off all your clothes. Get into these yeah. skin-colored, like, bikini briefs. Yeah, we're going to cut your Scream. toe off. Yeah. Oh but they were all God. game. No. They were, like, down. But you brought up something so great, the juxtaposition. And, and, mm-hmm. and again, I go back to the writing, you know, that, that Mark did so well with, you know, the, and, and, and the acting, the screaming when you were in such a good mood because you knew that you, you your, your wife had, was, was pregnant, pregnant, your girlfriend yeah. was pregnant, pregnant. And you said, I'm in a good mood today. And just the way, <gasps> like, yes, magic to see the, the disassociation, the compartmentalization, like the heck, Jekyll and Hyde quality. This is stuff we don't talk about. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. We really didn't have to because he had this great way of having a good mood. This is great. And right. then it went from the guy going, no, to Jessica. Oh, giving- I ah! love that transition. That was such a beautiful transition. Oh, it was yes. amazing. And then she says, yes. like, she's like, you know, there's going to be a lot of blood and all this. If you're and Guillermo's queasy, like, it's yeah. okay. Like, Huck's I'm like, I'm good. I'm, yeah. I'm good. I got this. Daddy, there's going to be a lot of blood. Do you remember the baby, the baby? Didn't they smother it in like jelly, like grape jelly and like cream cheese or whatever the fuck it was? We use cream cheese and and, uh, strawberry jam. Oh, my God. (laughs) But it was when we could use real babies during COVID. None of us could use real babies. So you'll see all these all these TV shows (laughs) with plastic ass dollies. That is so funny. That's really, really funny. Watching it, and I thought, oh my God, it's a real baby. It's a really good yeah. baby. And we shot the fingers and the yes. foot as babies should be shot. Oh, so beautiful. We'll be right back, guys. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. 
And now in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I want to add one quick thing about my memory of this episode, even though it is yes. not about Quinn, and that's okay. Yes, it but is. But I would like to say, and I bow down to both of you and all the work you did in my personal favorite scandal episode of all time. Um, but I remember doing the table read in this courtroom set. You mean like on location? Yeah, yes, we had we to go on location, location. in mm-hmm. a courtroom. That's where this episode was read. Was first read. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was very spiritual and sacred. And it almost felt like we were, I know it was a courtroom, but it would almost felt like church or something. It was church. crazy. It oh, felt, that's a great memory. Yes. And then I read the Quinn monologue. And then Mary Howard comes running up to me and says, you're going to be first up at 6 a.m. You think you can do it? Oh, fuck. Of course and, they oh, go to you. Like, of course. Fuck. And of course, I'm like, okay, okay, I got this. I got this. Um. And that's at like, I think we get out of there at like 3, 4 p.m. from the table read. By the time I get home and have some dinner, maybe I start working on this shit around 7 p.m. And I'm in the makeup chair at like 5 or something. And I've got it. But here's the worst part. Oh, I know what it is. Shonda Rhimes, her dang (laughs) self, shows up. Because she wants to watch the monologues. And, and we're going to do never all on three set. of them. She is and never, she's never on yeah. set because she's too busy writing yeah. and she can't was be on she set. There? Yes, she for every monologue. My monologue yeah. was first, then went Darby, then went Harrison. Yep. And you better be word perfect. And she's there watching and, <laughs> and I am diarrhea nervous i mean i am talking like Yo. i am unwell like way to just hit a whole other level of like Holy i was already stressed shit. because i was given no time right i was already stressed because you know i was so excited to get a monologue that i loved and like you said the writing was so brilliant and this was such a special episode and so i felt right you want to do it justice like yeah and then i was gonna go first and i was like why is this going first but okay i'm the baby of the show and a lot of times that's what happens and that's fine you're right and i better show the fuck up but then for the queen herself to be there Watching when she never uh, was, I was terrified. Unbelievable yep. that you just said that. Mm-hmm. But now yeah. I have something to say about this. What? She said, "Oh God, should I read it? I, I, I don't yeah, know. Yes, I can yes, find yes. It. do it, do it." Okay, wait, hold on, everyone, hold on. Okay, okay, this is what he says. So I call him and I say, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have any good memories? Like what happened in that editing room? Yeah. Did we talk about this? Did we yeah. talk about that? Did yeah. we switch anything around?" Did we move anything? I said, it's been 13 or 10 years. And how did the choice of music? I asked him about all that stuff. Okay. You're the best. So here's what he says. Hello. I remember one thing, which was the montage of Huck Killing set to a song I can see clearly now. Originally, it was supposed to be my Sheree Amour. But Stevie Wonder and his but his estate wouldn't let us do it because of all the blood and violence. Oh shit. Shonda and I probably tried fifty songs and then we landed on I Can See Clearly Now. Oh my which God. I thought was a brilliant oh, turn. Also, wow. and I can show you this for real, I'm not lying. Also, Katie Lowe's monologue was played in a oneer, I believe. Yeah, it was. I remember you shot tons of setups, but as soon as I saw that take, I thought, quote, 
I cannot cut this up oh. because it's perfect. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. That's I also so remember that you shot the shit out of it. I'm just going to go on. <laughs> and it was a joy to edit for you as it always is. And I miss you. Okay. Oh my God, Allison. I love that so is... much. So thank you great? for <sighs> reaching out to him. Yeah. Thank you for reading that. And I... I'm so proud of that monologue and my oh, diary and Katie, how scared I was so because good. I do th- I do remember it being a wonder and I couldn't mess up the word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yep. I can do this, but um, I will never forget it. I will yeah. just it's like of the seven years of scandal, you know, you have like your Those special moments ten yeah. imp- memories that are like imprinted in like mm-hmm. the deepest parts of your brain and that scene and that whole story leading up to it is like one of them for me so thank you for helping me through that yeah and i think one of the reasons that they chose you two to go first is because y'all katie will know memorize her lines and memorize mine know when olivia should come in with a certain line like you are the most you're, I don't know how your brain works. Josh remember, Molina has it better than me. Josh Molina listen, has it better than me. Katie would recite soliloquies from Shakespeare while we were I like on set waiting those. to shoot. And I'd be like, I don't remember what I have to say when we're about to shoot right now. How <laughs> the fuck do you remember Ophelia's monologue? But that's why you're a better actor than me because you are so present <laughs> and I am so stuck in being right. <laughs> and correct you're so good at being right here right now i'm just like no i've already figured out all my turns like Listen, what i'm doing yeah. <laughs> i'm also constantly uh diarrhea nervous that's mostly <laughs> why i'm holding the sides <laughs> he is guillermo's very nervous can we all give it up too for the monologues i mean oh, monologue to hawk at the end <laughs> Uh, I mean, remember, that- I was hoping, Guillermo, you would remember something about this. Mm-hmm. Like the way everybody sat, like was all very deliberate. When Katie came to sit, she sat next, next to, to you, me. like equals. Yeah. They were like that. You were like this. When Darby came in, her character is very flinty yeah. and, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't feel sort anything anymore because of my yeah. She sat up on that table. table. Yeah, that's right. And she was a little above you. Yeah. When Columbus came in, he also was above you. Mm-hmm. He was somewhere up high, and he was basically he was sitting, but he was above you. Yeah. Then when Carrie came in, she sat across from you, eye to eye. Yeah. Eye to eye, and it was so cool how that how just the positioning of the actors makes such a difference. Because I'm sitting there as a director, oh, like I'm got a bunch of monologues. Yeah. How am I going to make these different? What do yeah. they mean by where they sit and all of that? Yeah. Um. But but I wanted to ask you if you remember, I think it was in the script, there was something about Carrie helping you up, t- touching you, and then helping you up. And it was her touch that had you stop. Yes. That has, has me stop saying 752, yeah. She's the, she's the only one that touches me out of all the, all the gladiators. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. She touched Ugh. you, and that's why you stopped. Yeah. Unbroken. It was physical. I can't. Contact, yeah. and you can't lie about that yeah. stuff. You can feel and stuff. Yeah, listen, not it, it's honest. It, it's it's rare. Like me and Katie talk about the tear stick all the time. You know what a tear stick is, Allison. Yeah. Obviously, when an actor you can't emotionally get there, you get a tear stick, and you <laughs> you know sort of conjures up tears because it's menthol being blown into your eyes. But this is one of the few times that. I was emotionally raw every single take. Every take every on take? when you were covering Carrie. Every, she did, I don't know, like maybe eight or more takes. Sob it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't stop crying. And then of course, when it turned on me, it was, it was, I, I, I don't know. It was, it was, I, I, I've never experienced anything like that before where I was just so raw in it. Oh my God. When you say, I think I used to have a family. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is... yeah. But I don't remember. I could cry right now, oh like my God. thinking remember. about it. It's... I know. <laughs> and... So do you think it do you think it was because it was so um it just felt so real? Yeah. His background just it yeah. felt so real. And do you think it touched something in you that that maybe Yeah. I mean that's oh, what I think 100%. so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, something I, I... in you. 
I connected to Hux. It's the saddest thing ever. Those shots when you realize <laughs> that 7.52 is the fucking time yeah. and the fucking uh. train where he sees her and him. And then I'm so angry that this is so emotional, but it's like, and I then know, the son comes up to him and finally puts money uh. in his cup. Like, it's, and that it's, kid with oh those eyes. God. It's just like all so much and perfect and... And yeah. also, we're seeing the making. It's so cool. I love when shows do this, but God, this one did it so well. But I love that it took nineteen plus seven episodes to fig to for us to realize and learn what makes Huck the Huck we know. Oh right, yeah. What happened yeah. to him? Yeah. It's like we've spent yeah. so many hours with this character who's so fucked up, and we love that he's so fucked up, and he's so dark, and he murders people, and he has no issues with it, and he has a whiskey addiction, which is really just metaphor for hurting people. And why is he like this? And why is he? Why is he like this? What could have possibly happened to this person to make him who he is? And seven fifty two is when we learn what was taken from him and how yeah. and how brutal that was. And just it's it's it it's it and it answers every it, it makes it's like, oh, my God, that's why he is who he is. It's just. Yeah. So good. It's so it was really good. so good. It's so and good. The, how about the and also the locations? Yeah. Deborah, my wife, I was like. Goofy. That that um empty refrigerator, that huge oh. empty fucking refrigerator right. that this woman who did the locations and why can't oh, I think of her found, <laughs> she's oh, Mary God Howard's buddy yes I can't anyway freak, the I'm location manager is a genius yeah. the woman wait which refrigerator wait what are you talking about it's an well you probably didn't know it was a refrigerator but it's huge it was a commercial refrigerator it happens to be in my neighborhood weirdly in South Pass over here I always see it I always see the building wow. I'm like that's where we did that's it that's we shot so, it um, we did all that stuff on the east side because Mary Howard's brilliant about finding stuff and it was a really big commercial freezer or refrigerator. I'm not sure what. It was all metal, metal top, metal sides, metal bottom. Ugh. And that's where we killed the guy. I don't know. He's probably the second or third guy we killed. Wow. And at the last, the last shot is Guillermo tiny, tiny in the frame. Yeah. And this big, you see the scary, huge like, room. way back yes. in this oh, huge yeah. room. <laughs> Where you could Come scream on. all day long yeah. and, and nobody's gonna no hear one you. would hear you. Do you remember the the other set, Allison, where it's the hallway where Huck is walking with Charlie, and he's like, "So how do you feel? It feels oh, good, right?" And Huck is like, hallway. "Yeah, it feels really good." Oh, that's such a beautiful shot. That long, long sort of amber lit hallway. Oh, so good. Very famous hallway, which I have seen really? in huge movies now at least three times. No, wow. where I would go to that's De- so oh, funny. Deborah. I've shot in that hallway. I'm starting to be like that person. <laughs> shot in that hallway. You know, so so you're right. It it was it's spectacular. That whole complex, which is this weird, it's in Arcadia, right? It was in Arcadia or something on the east side. Wow. And that ugly nondescript room, which you're so smart. I love you in that scene when um Charlie's there. I did did I guess we had to feel like if Huck did not do this, it wasn't about going back on tour. He looked over and he saw Charlie with his hand in his pocket. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going like, to get, get dead. killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna He's going to kill me. So you might as well do whatever <laughs> yeah. and see what happens. Yes. <laughs> That's and it. And lie about having a and family. He was always, yeah. He, with his lollipop. Yeah. That's right. Also, so, this is the episode where we learn, right, like how Huck got to OPA. Yes. Right, right. Like, we learn in yes. this episode that Charlie lets him go and says, right? Isn't that what happens in here? Yeah. Charlie he lets oh, yeah. him go and reports back to the mysterious man that it's Saying been that he handled. Killed him. Oh yeah, right. And so basically, Charlie like saves Huck in a way. Yeah, like yeah. he saves his life. Totally. Yeah, yeah. He and then Huck has nowhere life. to go yeah. except to be homeless, yeah. which is the reason that you know Olivia picks him up. But oh god, this episode oh, is so amazing. Wait, Allison Lee Brown, I, I'm sure you have to go and you have like a life to lead, but wait, I just want to read you a couple things and we have to do a couple tweets at the time and and I just want to hear about what you're doing now and then can we just hang out forever and ever and ever. Um, <laughs> fun yes. facts, Olivia's speech to Huck mirrors one that Fitz gave to her, a callback to the significance they hold in each other's lives. Yes, yes, yes. Another fun fact, Joshua fucking Molina has a credit in this episode despite not appearing in it at all, which you 
you know classic Josh Molina was so psyched to get paid and not work. <laughs> <laughs> Josh oh loved God. I, I love used him. to get calls like oh you're not going to be in this episode because it's a flashback before like Quinn was even around and I'd be so bummed because I just love to work so much whereas Josh is the polar opposite they'd be like, like you're not yes. in this episode he'd be like yeah like he's getting <laughs> paid don't gotta work <laughs> and now we do tweets at a time y'all tweet 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 at Caspain15, this aired on April 26, 2013, that's 10 years ago, tweeted, I know I'm late, but hashtag scandal was so good. I like that Olivia, hashtag KW, that's good. I loved it. You stood your ground. Okay. Yay. Okay. And worldwide okay. boss underscore four tweeted, so why were people saying 752 was how many people Huck killed last night? Liars. <laughs> hashtag scandal. Oh, that would have been good, though. <laughs> right? That's an interesting one, yeah. yeah. I love in Abby's monologue that she says 700, 752 are probably the amount of things that you had to do for Olivia. I love that. I love that part of that's part of her monologue. Me too. Oh, she yeah. was great. Um, yeah. At Michelle Kudso tweeted, got a feeling Huck was ordered to kill his wife and child. Uno. Hashtag Ooh. scandal. That would have been terrible. Oh, God. Chris- that would have been horrible. Right? He did. He told you to do it. Didn't Charlie say, you got to get rid of him. You got to get rid of him. He's like, I, you said, I know, I know. He goes, you do it or I'm going to do it. Oh, Charlie shit. says it to you in the backyard. Jeez, and then, which oh, I thought, like, right. you really believe? And then you oh. go, I know, I know what to do. That he was one of my favorite scenes too when Huck up. walks into his house and he sees oh, Charlie into the, into the holding, holding Javi. Holding that baby. And the baby. It's oh, ten. That's He's one holding of my Javi. Favorite oh scenes. Favorite scenes. Okay. Unicris at underscore Chris Cross tweeted, oh Lord, how many of y'all going to tweet 752 at 752? Hashtag scandal. <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah. Brian Waller Scott at BK Prodigy tweeted, damn, I'm officially hooked from this last episode. That was really sad. Hashtag scandal. Mm. Truth. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. All right. At Jenna and Angie tweeted, one thing about last night's hashtag scandal is how the hell was Fitz able to stay with Liv for so long? Doesn't he have a country to run? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, she ain't wrong. Burn, President Burn. Right. That's so true. <laughs> At Pope Grant, O Pope Grant tweeted, Brolivia Pope's face here. So y'all let me go. Priceless, flawless acting at Columbus Short 1. Hashtag scandal, hashtag 752. Uh, My God, Columbus Short's work as Harrison is bananas. So great. Um, at Lauren X Nicole tweeted, seriously, hashtag scandal? Olivia is way too strong of a woman to put up with Fitz's shit. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Not wrong. Well, but sh- yeah, Cynthia Spain tweeted, I know I'm late, but scandal was so good. I like that. Olivia Carrie Washington. Oh, yeah, I, I loved it. You stood your ground. Cool. Yes. Nice. Hell yeah. Great. Oh my God. Guys, tweets at the time. Next episode up is called a woman scorned. That's episode 220. I can't remember what it's about. Can I don't know. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> Allison Liddy Brown, when we, Guillermo and I went back to watch all the episodes and we wrote down like who would be our dream guests for each episode, you know, like depending on if Cyrus had a huge monologue, it's like we'd love to get him or whatever. And 752 yeah. came and Guillermo and I were both like, Allison Liddy Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yay. We love you so much. Right. We're so we happy you, you did so this. We love you so much. And this episode would not, Ugh. I mean, scandal would not have been scandal without you and all yeah. the. Thank you. But truly, you are one of the greatest episodic directors and directors, period. Nothing comes before that word. Yeah, what a treat you've given to the listeners with the stories. Oh. And, you know, oh, oh so good. good. So good. And to hear We're your so perspective lucky. on how it's shot and stuff. Like, yeah. we really don't oh, talk yeah. about that much. No. Oh, good. Like, how it's shot and things like that at all. Like, because we, we just act as, although Guillermo is now <laughs> a director. Uh, yo, that shit is not easy. Oof. What did you direct? This indie film called Dear Luke, Love Me. A friend of, of mine wrote this beautiful script and I directed it. Kia, Kia, who was one of our ADs on Scandal, oh, sure. was, I hired her to be my first AD and she was amazing. But I listen, I, 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 I realize how unprepared I was to direct. I mean, I did it and I loved it. I loved working with the actors and working on the scenes and stuff. But all that technical stuff is still, I still, there's, I have so much to learn, you know. But it, it was, sure. I, I, I want to do it, it again. It took me a long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Allison Liddy Brown, you are a one of a kind uh, gem of an yes. artist, Thank leader, you. human, Stay mother, director. We love all you, all Allison. The things. I can't wait for love the day when I get to work with you again. Seven fifty two, you guys. Like we'll always have seven fifty two. We'll always Can we have seven fifty two. We will oh, always right. have seven fifty two. Touched me very deeply. Love Thank it. you guys. Thanks for Thank having you, me. Allison. Thank you, Allison, Liddy Brown. Continued success. To Thank both you. Of you. Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for joining us on Unpacking the Toolbox. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share with your friends, rate, or leave us a review. Scandal is executive produced by Sandy Bailey, Alex Alche, Lauren Homan, Tyler Klang, and Gabrielle Collins. Our producer and editor is Vince DeJohnny, with music by Chad Fisher. Unpacking the Toolbox is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app or anywhere you subscribe to your favorite shows. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.